Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, welcome back to Mind Your Hormones. I cannot wait for you to hear today's episode with my friend Katie Saltzman. I absolutely love her. She's such a wealth of knowledge. We met in a business mastermind that we are a part of and she's just... Oh, you're going to absolutely love her. So let me just give you a little rundown of who she is and what you what she does. So Katie is a personal trainer. She's a nutrition coach. She's an expert in teaching women how to actually take control of their health, their happiness, and their mindset. She believes that our bodies are so much more than a number, and her goal is to not only teach you that, but to give you the confidence to believe it every single day. I mean, so incredible, so amazing. We get into how to actually improve your metabolism, what it really takes. We talk about binge eating and body confidence and the fad diets and the just the health, the diet industry and what it actually does to women and what it actually takes and what's really possible for you to experience. So I cannot wait for you to hear today's episode. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Katie Saltzman. Katie, I'm so excited to chat with you. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to Mind Your Hormones. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So give us a little synopsis, a little Reader's Digest version of your story. You have such an awesome story. Um, So tell the listener who you are, what you do, what you're all about. Reader's Digest version. I love that. Does that even exist? (laughs) I don't know if it does anymore. (laughs) Not for me. Hope you guys are sitting down. No. (laughs) I am. Uh, so my name is Katie. I live like right outside of the um, Detroit area and I am a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and um, I help women lose weight and love their bodies and heal their metabolism. And I mean, a list of things. I help women um, become happy, healthy, and confident in themselves again, because we've spent most of our lives not feeling like that. Mm. And um yeah, I guess the the reason I got into this business was because my story, because I spent my entire life um, in a body that I hated, comparing myself to other people, struggling so much with weight loss, doing all of the wrong things, all the extreme diets, the fads, struggling with binge eating until I really found this um, journey where I was able to sort of heal my body, heal my relationship with food, um, be able to be in a body where I just sort of lived at this naturally healthy weight that I love and I'll never go on a diet again in my life. And to be able to say that, like, damn, that feels good. Oh, that feels so good. Preach. Yes. Yeah. So when do you think it all started for you, Katie? Like, I know you said you always struggled with, you know, doing diets and hating your body. Like, how far back does that go? Um, so I think for me, and I, I guess this sort of touches on a fine line for some people, but I grew up in a really, really religious, um, very conservative household. And it was, it was a really sort of, I mean, I, I have the best family, first of all. Let me start with that. I have the most loving family, the most loving parents. It's what they knew. 
But I think growing up um, in a super conservative where it's like church is your whole life, every Sunday, every Wednesday, um, it's very easy to critique yourself and always feel like you're doing something wrong or always feel like something is like a sin or am I this? Mm. Am I that? And I think for me, I'm an overly critical person to begin with. Um, so starting out in that environment, I think was a tough place to be, you know? Um, and I grew up with a mom that was very hard on herself and didn't love herself or accept her body. It's something I still work on with her to this day. Um, and so I, those things I combined is what I knew growing up. Um, and I think when you, you know, through your childhood, through your teenage, you're not super aware of that stuff, but then, you know, in the like end of my teenage years, early twenties, social media hits. And all of a sudden you get like launched into this world of comparison and why don't I look like that? And how do I look like that? And not really understanding that, um, social media, there's a lot of filters. There's a lot of edits on photos. Like everything is Photoshopped, but you don't understand that you're just saying, why does my body not look like that? And, yeah. and I, to come from living my life where I didn't feel good enough most of the time to being launched into that social media world was really, really hard on me. Yeah. So really and sort of where my, my story started. Yeah. I feel so, like, cause we we're kind of around the same generation and I feel like I'm so glad that we didn't grow up in middle school and high school really with social media, like oh. at all. I mean, I had a Nokia. I didn't even get a phone until I was in 10th grade. It was a Nokia and all you yeah. could do was play snake on it. Like literally that literally, was, yeah. that it was and it was yeah. amazing. I but, was like for emergencies only, if I wanted to call someone, that's yeah. what, what it was for my parents. Yeah, yeah. It was like the minutes, like you had a car that, and that had a specific amount of minutes on it. It, it made calls. That was it. Yeah. I was, maybe it texted. Maybe I don't even. Yeah, T9 or T4. Yeah. I think it was T9, whatever it was. I'm so glad though, that we yeah. grew up like little cavemen now because I, I mean, even now, like as an adult, it's still hard, like just looking at people and, you know, obviously we've healed so many portions of ourselves, but, but even still looking at that, you're like, wait, does someone actually look like that? Or like, why don't I look like that? And these kids now, like middle school, high school, even in college, they are flooded with feeling not good enough immediately or that their body has to look a different way. It's crazy. I know eating disorders have like skyrocketed. Like it's just, and because I think we're, we're at a point now where we can separate perception from reality. And I think Mm. when you're in middle school and high school, you can't do that. You know, that what you see is your reality. And then you compare yourself to that. And that's all you have to go off of. Yeah. So how did that manifest for you when you, you know, you grew up in this really strict, like strict, but loving household where, you know, your mom didn't love herself. I feel like most of us have parents that really not, not everybody, but they didn't have like that body confidence. It was just a totally different generation of like women. Um, So how did that manifest for you, you know, later in your college years and twenties and things like that? Yeah. I mean, I think that my, like where my mom was at, like she grew up in a generation of like the, the extreme diets, what you read in Cosmo magazine or whatever. (laughs) So like, I literally remember going on like the cabbage soup diet with my mom when I was 15 years old, where you eat literally cabbage soup for a week. And some days you get bananas and some days you get a glass of milk. And it was like the most, like if you, it's the most ridiculous thing, if you actually look it up, but like for me, that was all I knew. So that Mm -hmm. really manifested in some disordered eating. And 
Um, I say disordered eating, like I, it's very, it's, I, I think disordered eating is different from an eating disorder. I mean, it, there's two different things and I wouldn't say I had an eating disorder, but I struggled immensely with disordered eating to the point where, um, you know, it was constantly questioning if I should eat meals or not, or what diet was next, constantly cutting calories, um, cutting things out completely to the point where I wanted to binge on them because it was such a restrict binge. And I spent a majority of my twenties in this mindset where, Sometimes I was losing, I was either on or off. I was either losing weight or I was gaining weight, but I was never just living happy in my body, you know? Mm. Um, And what that led to was, yeah, it was a little bit of like a swing of losing, gaining, but in general, I was gaining weight over and over and over again. Every year, the, the scale would go up to the point where I was just like, you know, 30 pounds heavier than I was now. And I just wasn't happy in my body. I had a horrible relationship with food. I was like it would take me so long to find something to wear just to be comfortable in my body, you know? And yes. if you looked at me, you would have never thought that. Cause I'm the girl that like always have a smile on her face, but inside I was just so broken. Mm. My relationship with my body was so broken. My self-worth was broken. And it was because of, I felt like I had to look a certain way. It was because of these diets, because I spent years doing things that took away from my body instead of doing things that gave back to my body. And I think mm. that's the biggest switch that needed to be made. Yeah. Oh my God. I think everybody listening could connect with that with feeling like standing in front of your closet. I think we've all done this. You, your closet is now on your bed because you've tried on literally everything Everything. and you're just like, I feel horrible and all this. I have nothing to wear. And your entire closet is just thrown all over the room. And this is all, and, and it's, it could be like, yes, it could be if maybe you're not at a healthy weight, but it's more so of the mindset of it. Like you could be at the same weight that you are now, but once your mindset changes around it, it changes everything and your relationship with your body. Right. So yeah. What was, Oh, go ahead. uh, I was going to say, I think it takes it to another extreme when you've spent so many years dieting and you feel like you're putting so much effort in and the effort and the obsession really that you're putting in is never matching what you want to see in the mirror. Mm -hmm. So you're constantly left feeling like frustrated and defeated and guilty and, Stuff that literally couldn't be more opposite from where health and fitness should be. Yes. And so many women struggle with this. So it's made to seem like, oh, that's normal. That's just how it is to be in in a woman's body. Like it's just, we have a slower metabolism than men. So we're going to struggle more and all this thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) False. That's not true. Um, This is just like, this is what we hear though. And it's like, oh, you have to suffer in order to feel good and look good. It's like no pain, no gain, like this whole mentality around it. And this is what we see everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hundred percent. It's, it's just crazy. And it's what we're, we're just like almost, it's like, we just have to accept it. You know, women, Mm -hmm. like you hear women joke about it all the time and like, Oh, it's just being a woman. And it's like, no, it's not actually, it's not (laughs) how it's supposed to be. We're not meant to be miserable and self-conscious and push our bodies to the extreme and be the doers and the goers and the givers and everything Mm. and never give back to ourselves. Exactly. We're not meant to be like that, you know, where it's not meant to be a struggle. Yeah. That's, oh, and that's what I tell. I'm like, you weight loss should not be the most miserable thing. Weight loss one in general shouldn't be your only goal. But if you want, like, I'm very much on the fine line where weight loss shouldn't be your only goal, but it can be a goal. And and for a lot of women, it is. And I'm Mm -hmm. totally okay and supportive of that, Mm -hmm. but it shouldn't be a miserable thing. And if it is, you're not going to be able to be consistent with it, you know? And it shouldn't be the only thing focusing on, like a lot of my clients will be like, oh, I 
I haven't lost weight yet. Like, am I on the right track? I'm like, well, has anything else happened? They're like, well, my energy is so much better. I'm sleeping so much better. I'm like, okay. So things are working. Like it it shouldn't just be the only marker of improving your health. A hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times we have to get energy levels optimal. We have to get you sleeping again. We have to get stress down. We have to get Mm -hmm. you, you know, getting away from hit training and putting in, putting in more strength training. It's a, but I call every, like the first six weeks of any of your health and fitness journey is a calibration period. And what's really mm-hmm. crazy is that most women have not stayed on something for six weeks besides maybe, maybe the whole 30, if you make it 30 days and then day 31, you're making love to some cupcakes because that's just how the whole 30 <laughs> is like meant to, to be. But when you say like consistent for six weeks on something before you see results, it's like, this isn't about weight loss. This is about setting your body up for the rest of your life to have a lifestyle, to have a kick-ass metabolism, to be Mm -hmm. able to live at a healthy weight, to be able to never live on a diet again, to be able to optimize your hormones to where your body just functions how it should. That doesn't happen with weight loss being the first thing that happens with all of these other markers getting into place. So then weight loss becomes easy. Exactly. And this is why when people focus on weight loss, this is what puts their body in a hormone imbalanced state because they're doing things that are jacking up their hormones that makes them feel like it'll make them lose weight. And you might in the moment, if you're cutting all these calories and all this stuff, but the second you stop doing that, your body goes crazy and your period will get all messed up. Like all these things will happen. And the, like you, like you just said, optimizing your hormones that is what's going to help you so much more easily, like maintain a healthy weight. Like I, I was just recording another podcast episode about this. And I was like, I literally, it used to be a full-time job just to stay the weight that I wanted to stay. It was so freaking hard. And I'm like, this is how the majority of people are living. Yeah. That's what's crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, it doesn't have to be like that. This is why we're so passionate about it. Cause we're like, it doesn't have to be like this. Like it could be so simple and so easy eventually. But I love how you said that most people don't stick to things for six weeks. And this is another thing with our society. It's like, we want instant gratification. We're used to Amazon prime coming immediately. If we don't see people are like, well, I tried, you know, doing this for two weeks and I like really, really didn't see any results. I'm like, Well, I mean, it takes a little bit more time, especially when you've been struggling for maybe 10 years, you know, it's going to take more than two weeks for things to balance out, you know, especially with your hormones. It's like, give your hormones. If you've been struggling for 10 years, you know, you got to give yourself at least like six months to feel like, you know, things are really on the right track. Absolutely. And, and what we really want is composition change, not just weight loss, because at the Mm. end of the day, if you want, when people are like, oh, my metabolism is dropped. If you want a an amazing metabolism, that means that you have to take the focus away from weight loss and focus on composition change. You want a reduction in body fat, but you want to keep your lean muscle on your body. And I know women get scared of the word muscle, but let me tell you every single woman I've worked with that I'm like, Hey, you know what? Show me a picture of a body that you really love and appreciate that you think looks great. Every single time they send me a picture of a woman with muscle on her body. And, and, and so we have to stop being scared of the word muscle. Like muscle is really, was going to be the main fuel for your metabolism. So in order to be able to build lean muscle and burn fat efficiently, again, you're, you have to be fueling your body properly. Your hormones have to be in line. Like all of these things that we're talking about. Um, Yeah. And one one thing before you continue on that, just in case people don't know, when you say composition change, what do you Mm -hmm. mean? So composition change basically means um, body composition change where we're able to lose body fat percentage. 
Um, because weight loss could be, you're losing water weight. You're just dehydrating yourself. Like that's why people will like, Oh, people will strap on these waist trainers and be like, I lost a pound. I'm like, yeah, you just dehydrated your body and didn't breathe for an hour of cardio. What's going to happen as soon as you drink optimal amounts of water to where your body should be is you're going to put that right back on. Right. You know, like, so, so you just, that was the most inefficient thing you could have done. So okay. you can easily lose water weight. You can easily lose muscle mass, which isn't what we want because the more muscle mass we lose, the less calories we burn every day. So let me just explain this really quick when it comes to metabolism is that women are always like, my metabolism has slowed down. But what most, I would say most scenarios, 90% of scenarios that I see with women is that throughout the last 10 years, they've dieted down to a very low amount of calories to where their body has adapted to. On top of that, your body, unless you're, unless you're maintaining muscle or building muscle each year, your body's losing muscle. And when you mm-hmm. lose muscle, you drop the amount of calories your body naturally burns every day. Your resting metabolic rate will continue to decrease if you do not do things to increase it. So you have that. And then most of us are doing things to, um, I guess, like increase that decrease. So we're doing tons of cardio, way too Mm -hmm. much cardio to where we're tapping into that muscle and it's burning even more muscle. We're not Mm -hmm. nearly doing enough strength training that we need. Um, Well, again, we're adapting, we're cutting and cutting and cutting calories. So we're basically telling our body, we are going to burn as little calories as possible a day. Not only are we burning that from a resting metabolic rate, but our body is adapting down to a small amount of calories each day to where a lot of women I start with are eating a thousand calories a day and their body isn't budging, isn't responding a thousand, 1200 because it's, and they think my metabolism has dropped. And yes, that's the case, but What's really cool about metabolism is just as much as they adapt in that direction, you can get them to adapt in the opposite direction. It just takes implementing the right things. Right. Okay. That's that amazing. And a rant that other people didn't understand, but I wanted to just explain that. Yeah, no, no, I'm glad you did. And that's why it's like, you can't just cut calories. Cause if you just cut calories, you're going to continue cutting them. Like you said, a thousand calories a day, two, 1200 calories a day. I think my nephew eats more than that. And he's yeah. two years old. Yeah, What's crazy. When I, when I was working out the most, like overstressing my body, like crazy, trying to stick to 12 to 1400 calories a day, I was at my heaviest, like Mm. 25 pounds heavier than I am now, probably. And now I strength train four to five times a week. I eat 2000 calories a day, probably minimum. And I'm at my leanest point. Yeah. You know, so it, it, and that's not to, to be like, hey, look at me. That's to be like, this not. is possible. Yeah. And it's not just a me scenario. I've seen this with hundreds of women that I work with. But yes. this is not a scenario that happens in six days or in six weeks. You got to give your body time to adapt. Yes. Your hormones need time to adapt. Metabolism doesn't change overnight. And you have to be committed to the process. But what's on the other end of that is so much freaking freedom. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So I want to talk about two different things right now. I want to you to talk about how we can start, you know, moving our metabolism in the other direction. If someone feels like they're stuck right now, like a couple of things, maybe two or three things that they could really just like start doing and that could help move their metabolism the other way. And then on a personal side, I want to know like, what was the turning point for you? Cause you were saying that 
you were struggling with, you were doing all these diets and, and you weren't, nothing was happening. What made you be like, okay, there has to be a better way to do this. Like what was that turning point? So whichever one you want to answer first. <laughs> yeah. I think I'll start with the last one because that's like fresh in my mind. Uh, honestly, I think the turning point for me was that, um, I hit a point where I was like, I no longer want to be this woman in life. I no mm-hmm. longer want to, this is affecting every aspect of my life from my friendships to my relationships, to my work life, to this, to that. I was not, um, I was miserable. Everybody would have thought that I was happy, but I was just the most broken person that you could imagine. And I think that also that brokenness led to a lot of broken decisions in my life too. A lot of, um, I mean, I I was always the girl that was making decisions for everybody else. I'm a people pleaser. I want to please other people, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was always making those decisions and it was just leaving me more and more and more broken. And I'm really getting to a point in my life where one, I needed to make decisions for me, um, and for myself and my body. And two, just realizing that this isn't the woman I want to be every single day. Um, and there's more to life than this. And so I, that's when I started to, really dive into, cause I was like the class and, and to what's really crazy about my story is a lot of this happened while I was a personal trainer. So I got mm-hmm. into this industry. I broke into the industry when I had started to see some weight loss, but when I was still doing all of the wrong things and all the wrong extremes. Um, and I thought being a personal trainer would help me fix those. Like I thought, well, personal trainers are like naturally lean. Like it's going to help me fix that. But mm-hmm. what it actually did was it made it a lot worse. Um, because I was, constantly surrounded by other trainers in the industry that were fitter and leaner and, you know, all of the other things. So, um, I really started to do my own research and then I hired a coach myself and then I got my nutrition coaching certification and I just started to become obsessed with learning, um, about the women, women's bodies and how they work and learning about metabolism and like really opening up this world that blew my mind and my body felt so good. I'm like, I, I honestly, like, it was like, I can't even tell you what moment it was, but I was like, I, my life, this has to be my life's work to help women feel this amazing in their bodies to Mm -hmm. help women understand that they don't need to be hungry and miserable and restricting all the time. They can love themselves. They can love food. They can live in an environment where all foods are green foods because all of these diets that have red and yellow and all of this bullshit. And when they're, when everything is a green food, when there are no food off limits, there's no reason to ever restrict or binge. Yeah, There's no reason to feel guilty, to feel failing, to feel anything. And, um, so when I got to a point where I was sort of at my body's natural weight, I just was like, this is, this is, has to be it. So, um, I transitioned from personal training to nutrition coaching. I did both for a bit. And then nutrition coaching just lit my heart on fire and my business just really took off um, because the women I was working with, their bodies were responding so well and getting such good results that um, now this is, this is what I do. I mean, how amazing is this conversation? I told you you would love her. I'm so excited you're here and listening to this. I just wanted to interrupt it real quick to let you know of a couple opportunities for you and I to work more closely together. So every single month, I run a free masterclass and the topic always changes. So just DM me on Instagram at Angelica for details because depending on when you're listening to this is gonna depend on what the topic is that month because I don't know if you're listening to it real time or not. So just DM me for information on that, but it's every month I do a free masterclass 
And then for the rest of 2021, I'm going to be running different programs each month, starting in August this month right now, if you are listening to it in real time. And these programs are going really deep on a specific topic. Of course, the topics are always centered around hormones and health. There's always mindset going on. You already know me. You know how I run things. But I like to think of our health as a puzzle. And each of these programs is one piece to the puzzle, right? Because there's so many different aspects of our health that we really want to learn about, that we desire learning about, that we desire improving. So every single month, there'll be a different puzzle piece. There'll be a different program that we can go really deep on to just improve your health that much more and improve your understanding, your learning, your integration, and really embodying this new level of health that you desire. So if you want more information on that, again, just DM me on Instagram at Karina Angelica, or you could text me on my text list. All this information is below. Now, let's head back into our conversation with Katie Salzman. I love that you were just like, I decided that this is the person I'm going to be now. And that's really, it takes just, it could just take that decision. It's like, okay, I'm just deciding that this is what it's going to be from now on. And it doesn't mean it was like easy after that, where it's like, oh, now everything's you know, perfect, simple. But it's like, you made that decision. And once you make that decision, you then make more decisions that are taking you in that direction. So it's just like, okay, I'm now making decisions as this new version of myself, this new woman, even if I'm not there yet, I am becoming this person. So now I'm making decisions that are trending more in this direction. And that's just what it is. It's just like, you're drawing a line in the sand. Like I'm no longer this person that is doing diet after diet and hating myself and just like starving. Like there has to be a better, better way, which of course you found. And I love that story. It's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's saying that like, look, that even when I decided like, I'm no longer a woman that compares myself to other women. I'm no longer a woman that binges on food. I'm no longer a woman that diets down and lives her life obsessed with my fitness pal. I'm not any of these things. Mm. Diets no longer control my life. Does that mean I don't hit walls and hit lows? No, absolutely not. But they become easier to break through when you know what's on the other side of it. Mm. Um, They do. So then that's why these changes we want to see in our body. And I am always very realistic with people when they sign up for coaching that like, this takes time. There's going to be shifts. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows and the lows are when we want to give up. But guess what? For every low there is, is going to come like an amazing high. And we just got to keep going. We just got to keep pushing through that because that's the only, we know that what was happening before wasn't working. Right. I know that didn't serve me whatsoever. So there's only forward. That's the only direction to go. Exactly. It's like, I got to keep trying something else. Cause clearly this wasn't working. Yeah. You know, like exactly. it's the same with business. Like we were talking before we went on, there's highs, there's lows. Like you just like, keep going, you know, business, personal life, even now, like with yes. shifts in my personal life, it's like, I'm no longer this woman. This is who I want to be. And I just have to keep going in that direction. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like a constant evolution. When you like yeah. get on this journey, I feel like that's one of the greatest things that the nutrition journey has given me where it just, it goes so much further than the food. It just goes into everything, a personal growth, like everything that comes with it because you can't grow in one area and not grow in other areas, right? Like you just start growing in all areas of your life and evolving and just everything changes for the better and you just don't feel so stuck. Yeah. It overflows into every aspect of your life. If Mm -hmm. I would not have gained confidence in my personal life, like with myself, if I would not have had that, where I took back control of my body and my health and started loving who I was, 
I wouldn't have evolved into the person I am. I wouldn't be a business owner right now with a thriving business. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have realized that relationships in my life, you know, that don't serve me, that, that aren't a good fit for me. I wouldn't have realized all of these things because I wouldn't have had that confidence of knowing who I am and owning who I am as a person. Um, and it does, it's, it's mental, it's physical, emotional. It's not just a diet. It's not just numbers. And we have to stop approaching it like that. Yeah. We're so much more than numbers. Like what the hell? It's not just like calories in calories out. There's so much more than that. I know. So, Oh, I love this. Okay. So tell us how, cause I think this is such a good conversation that a lot of people don't talk about or know about the whole metabolism change, right? Like you're like, you could change your metabolism, just like it's swinging in one direction. You could swing it in another direction. Mm -hmm. So what, I know there's so much that goes into it, but what would be maybe like two things you could tell somebody, the woman who's listening, who's like, Ooh, this sounds like something I really need to do. What can I start doing to be moving more in that direction? Yes. So I think the biggest thing is earning trust in your body. Most of our bodies don't have trust in, in, in themselves. Why? Because we are trying different diets every single week. We're constantly taking away from our body. It doesn't know if it's going to get a thousand calories one day or 3000 calories the next, Mm. if it's going to get a salad with chicken breast on it or 16 cookies because you're so hungry and you've restricted so much. It's up and down. We're always changing what we're doing. And look, if you, the best way I can describe it is if you had a person in your life where you never knew what you were going to get from them, where it was high highs, low lows, that's a person you'd start setting boundaries with. Yeah, And that's, that's very similar to what our bodies do is they start to set boundaries with us. So no matter what we do, it doesn't really work. And we, you, you hear women say all the time, you know, I, I did this before and it worked, but then I did it again and it didn't. Well, maybe your body was at a point where it could have handled it then, but knowing that doing that again to your body is a stress on the body and it's going to start to set more of a boundary and your body's going to start to respond less. So the best thing you can give your body is consistency. It truly Mm -hmm. is. And it sounds cheesy, but it's not cheesy because when you can get your body in a position where it's sustainable, it's sustained and you can give it consistency. That's where true results start to happen. That's where you start to, to change your body from the inside out. Um, it's hard to say, you know, be in a healthy calorie deficit because most women don't know what a healthy calorie deficit is for their body. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me tell you, it's a lot higher than 1200 calories yeah. and, and probably working with a coach to tell you that where you should be is going to be your best bet, but mm-hmm. being consistent with your body for probably six weeks, you know, and, and the best way you can start to do that, I would say, um, I know I coached in Corinne's group not that long ago, but I have a rule called the rule of three. And it's very simple. I love it. We eat three meals a day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. None of the skipping breakfast bullshit. Mm -hmm. We eat three meals a day. We eat three macros at each meal, which means there's a protein, a carb, and a fat at each meal. And then three colors at each meal to ensure we're getting our fiber, our nutrients, and just everything that our body needs. Breakfast, I'd say is a tough one to hit the rule of three with, you know, sometimes it's more of the rule of two, but in general, if you can be building these meals that are keeping your body satisfied and, you know, most of us are building like these little salads with like maybe romaine lettuce and some chicken breast and a little dressing. And it's like, but imagine if you added quinoa and avocado and flavor to these salads and you loved it. Yeah. It's, we think it's, we think that we're saving calories by building meals like that, but we're actually not because we end up eating way more of things that don't serve our body. Yes. Um, so the rule of three is a very, like, like if you can stick to that rule of three and do that with a quality of life, living in the 80-20, because I'm always more yeah. realistic with the quality of life. 
totally. but do that for your body for six weeks. You're setting yourself up in the best position you can be. I love um, so that. that's, I would say that's a nutrition, like that's one thing with nutrition you can do. Another thing you can do with movement is take less of a focus off of cardio. If, mm-hmm. if we're talking, if you're looking at a pyramid on what's the most important, it's going to be walking, which mm-hmm. is sounds so crazy. Like mm-hmm. the just your base movement every single day is a huge, huge part of your metabolism that we don't take advantage of. We go to the gym at 5.30 a.m., skip sleep, do a bunch of HIIT training, which is just stress, stress, stress. And then mm-hmm. we, we're sedentary for the rest of the day. Yeah. And it's like, well, I got but, my workout in. I'm like, what? Yeah. And the more you can take advantage of low stress movement, the more you're going to optimize fat burn for your body, the more you're going to optimize your hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so trying to hit, you know, more movement each day, whether, I mean, depending on where you're at, but obviously eight to 10,000 steps is ideal. Mm-hmm. And then one up from there is focusing on strength training making sure that you're getting, you know, three to four solid strength training sessions in a week, really staying away from the hit and the high intensity cardios. I'm okay with some low intensity cardio, but if you really want to optimize where your body is at, you need to focus on walking more, moving your body more, and you need to focus on strength training and challenging yourself with weights. Yes. Oh, I love that. Especially if you are someone who is really struggling with hormone imbalances right now, like say you are someone who has PCOS and you have insulin resistance and you're like, I can't lose weight for anything. I'm working out so much. I'm cutting calories. Like nothing is moving. The strength training is so freaking huge for you. And unfortunately, many doctors will tell women who do get diagnosed with PCOS and you don't have to have PCOS to be struggling with this, but just for this example, they'll tell them like, you know, you got to just start, start running, just eat less, just really do all this cardio. And it doesn't work for them because yes. it's not helping with the blood sugar. It's not helping with the insulin resistance and doing strength training and shorter workouts, right. And doing walks, things like this is so helpful for the insulin resistance that they're experiencing. Cause they're not pumping more cortisol into their body. Yes. Uh, this is like a and whole freaking tangent. This is on. a whole other podcast. And this yeah. is what drives me crazy about this industry is that we push things for women that put more and more stress on the bodies. And I would mm-hmm. say a majority of women are borderline, if not imbalanced hormones, hundred you know, percent, because, because of the way that we've done things for so long. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, we're pushing, like the last thing they should be pushing is running for somebody that already has so many str- running is a stress in the body. Okay. It's a high intensity stress. A Mm -hmm. calorie deficit is a stress in the body. Mm -hmm. There's only so many stressors that your body can manage. And let me tell you, when cortisol is high, again, your blood sugar is off. Not only Mm -hmm. that, but when cortisol levels are high, it becomes nearly impossible to build muscle. It actually eats away at your muscle, which Mm -hmm. you've learned is the last thing that you want. So it will become nearly impossible for you to lose weight and burn fat when cortisol levels are consistently spiked. And what most of us do every single day is consistently spike our hormones Mm -hmm. in a diet mindset because we think we're doing the right things. And then we end up where we're putting so much effort in and the results we we, we're never seeing the results. You know, the effort doesn't match what, where we want to be. And it's, and sometimes it's the most simple things that we're missing out on. Like, honestly, it's the most simple, basic things that I do with my clients that completely change their life and their metabolism. Yeah. And that's what it is. And on the hormone side of things with the cortisol real quick, I know literally we could do a whole podcast episode on this, but you said the high cortisol level eats away the muscle. It also robs you of your progesterone levels because you only have so much cortisol that could produce on its own. And in order to keep producing it, because you're continuously stressing your body out by 
you know, if you're not sleeping enough, if you're getting up super early, if you're stressed out, you're in traffic, then you're working out hard, you're not eating enough, all this different stress on the body. It takes any progesterone levels you do have, which normally are low because stress and lack of sleep already lower it. And if you're not regularly ovulating, you're not even making progesterone and it robs you of that progesterone to make more cortisol. And this will increase anxiety and depression. It'll reduce your chances of ovulation and holding on to a pregnancy and mess up your thyroid, your metabolism, literally everything. So we always think of stress as just like, oh, if I'm, you know, if I'm having a fight with someone or, you know, I'm stressed out, but stress on the body is lack of sleep, not eating enough, doing too much work, uh, too high intensity of workouts. Like, like you said, we could only withstand so much stress. And that is such a huge problem that we see in this industry. It's wild. On top of that, we're dealing with family stress and work stress and financial stress and relationship stress. Mm -hmm. And we're viewing our health and fitness as as an output, as a way to get rid of it. But sometimes what we're doing is adding a lot more stress. And again, it's it's just reevaluating. If you've been doing something for so long and it hasn't been working and you're constantly left feeling defeated and frustrated, you have to understand it is time to look at this journey different. It's time to look at this as what can I give back to my body instead of what can I take away from my body? And when you make that shift, I'm telling you, your life will change. One so will your hormones. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mic drop. That is literally, that's it. Like, that's what this is. Like what we both want. I'm not going to speak for Katie, but I know what we want you to get out of this is for you to know what's actually possible for you and that you don't have to suffer. Like you don't have to be in this place that you're in right now. And it doesn't have to be a struggle to get there. It doesn't mean that it's going to be easy and it's going to be just like this rocket ship up and that's it, but it is possible. And if you are doing something right now, or you have been doing something that hasn't been working, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that whatever you're doing isn't supporting your body. The approach is what is where the problem is. It's not that you are the problem. Yes. I think you hit the nail on the head with that. Cause we tend to go towards what's wrong with my body. Mm-hmm. Why did this work for one person? And it's not working for me. It's not you. It really is your approach. And it's what we've believed and known for so long. Yeah. This is 100% possible. Changing your metabolism, waking up in a body every single day that you love is possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I say, I guess I say that, but like, we're not going to wake up and love our bodies every day. Like our body ebbs and flows. Your self-worth won't change based on that. But waking up in a body that you feel a lot more confident in, that you Mm -hmm. have control in, Mm -hmm. um, is a really empowering thing. It's possible, but it is not possible with a fad diet, quick result mindset. Exactly. Because that will leave you constant. That will just leave you in this cycle of defeat where you are. Um, And so it really takes, I think, you as a person saying, I'm no longer going to do this. I'm no longer going to view my body as a quick fix. I'm no longer going to do things that make me miserable and take away from my body. And once you you're, you're willing to do that, then, then you're on, honestly, the options are endless. Exactly. Yeah. You're in this body forever. So it's like, we might as well take care of it and love it. You're in this body forever. Why are we hating it? Yeah. It's not like you yeah. can't hate yourself skinny. You can't hate yourself healthy. You know, like you, we have to love, learn to love ourselves. And again, it's not just an easy thing, but cause this isn't about an easy, quick fix. So I love that. So Katie, thank you so much for being here. Um, Please let us know where the listener can find you. How can we follow with you? How can we connect with you? What is going on in your world? Yes. Okay. So my main platform, I'm starting to branch out on other platforms. My main platform right now is Instagram. 
You can find me. It's conditioned by Katie. I spell Katie with a Y, K-A-T-Y, but that would be um, my Instagram handle. I would love for you to follow me, be part of my community, say mm-hmm. hi to me, any questions that you have, I'm always here. Um, but yeah, I that's that's where you can find me. Yeah. And she has so many awesome services that you can find out about on Instagram. She'll talk all about it over there. I'll link it in the show notes so you can go ahead and follow her. She's such a fun person to follow. I love all her <laughs> posts. They're always like funny, but also educational and like slightly sarcastic. Real. Yes, exactly. We both have the sarcastic gene. Um, so I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. I so appreciate you. And I know that this was so helpful for so many women and you're just doing so many amazing things in the world. I'm just so happy to watch you just skyrocket. Oh, thank you so much, girl. I'm so grateful for you. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.